It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome into the program. Good morning. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy snow day, I guess, or what will be a snow day. And uh, if you have somewhere that you have to be this morning, well, maybe now's the time to get out and get there before the changeover happens because right now it is just raining. It's about 38 degrees and the rain is coming down. It's pretty fat rain. And it's, uh, it's not really pouring out it's not coming down overly hard but it's going to get a lot worse in the next couple of hours so they're saying right around 8 a.m or by 8 a.m it should change over to snow and then pick up an intensity in the nine o'clock and ten o'clock hours so if you've got to get somewhere i would try to get out ahead of it and get out early although you know it all depends on how early you got to be there uh, but they are saying that it could be treacherous driving conditions pretty quickly. So I would say, you know, if there's somewhere you've got to be at 9, try to get there at 8. But you don't have to get there if you're going to school because school's pretty much closed all across the board. A lot of the uh, school systems made the call relatively early yesterday, you know, by mid to late afternoon. And if you ever want to find out what those closings and cancellations are, you don't have to wait. You can go right to WBSM.com on the closings and cancellations page because as they are making these decisions, they're going to the Rhode Island Broadcasters website and entering in this information so that it updates that list. And then when you go to our site, you are getting the comprehensive list of all of those. So it's a lot easier than sitting around and waiting to watch us scroll under the TV screen or listening for your school to get announced on the radio. This is a much, much easier way of doing it. They list not only schools, they also list private schools, Catholic schools, daycares, adult daycares, nonprofit organizations, health services, city offices, and even private businesses. So all you have to do to be involved in that is just go to our site, go to WBSM.com, click on the closings and cancellations at the top, or go up to the weather tab at the top, very top of the page. And you'll see the option to sign up. And it's that easy. You'll just have to make sure that, you know, you remember to put it in there when you make the closings and cancellations. But people say all the time, well, gee, you don't run down the list of all the schools 
that are canceled when it snows. Well, I mean, obviously today is a different story anyway because it's it's everybody. So it's not like we would have to read the entire list anyway. It's 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 everybody. But how many people who are going to school whether or or you know whether they have whether their kids going to school or parents getting their kids ready for school, how many of them are actually tuning into the radio anymore to to find out if school's canceled? You find out directly from the school. Robocalls, text messages, social media updates, emails. You know well before we even know because they usually tell the parents before they tell the media. Well, sometimes. So you can avoid having to wait for the morning of just by, well, if you don't have all those services already from your school, just by going to our closings and cancellations page. It's a lot easier. It's a lot more streamlined. And really, the reason we do it that way is because it's not like the old days where we have the newsroom monitored almost 24-7. So this way here, that information gets out to you a lot faster than waiting for someone to come in in the morning, go through all the voicemail messages, and update the list. I did notice a lot of salt and sand already thrown down. I'm seeing plow trucks already moving around. Seems like uh, the municipalities are ready for this storm. Already got the Eversource alerts yesterday. Notifying us that extra crews will be on hand because this isn't just a storm. This is a nor'easter. So in addition to the snow, there's going to be wind. And they're going to try to stay ahead of that as well. If you think about it, the predicted totals for today, depending on who you want to believe, it's not that bad of a storm. If it turns out to be four, five, six, even seven or eight inches, that's not a terrible storm. However, it's been a while been a while since we've had one like that so we've got to get kind of back in practice with it but I've seen people already refusing to believe that it's going to be even that significant scanning through social media this morning some of the comments were made last night but scanning through I saw a lot of people who were saying it's just going to rain all day we'll be lucky if we get three or four inches I think we're looking at what'll probably be on the low end of some of these predictions. And that's only just my guess. I have no meteorological experience. But still, keep in mind that it's not the total snowfall 
that's going to be the issue here. It's going to be what those conditions are that bring us to that. A lot of wind. Snow falling at a significant clip. The possibility for near whiteout conditions. It's not exactly going to be a fun time to hop in the car and take a ride. So if you don't have to leave the house, don't leave the house. If you can get to work early, get to work early. From a lot of what I've seen, and this is checking multiple sources. I mean, like I said, Sassy Del Carmen does a great job, but I'm, I'm shopping around looking for the forecast that I want. But from a lot of what I've seen, it looks like this storm is going to taper off around 4 p.m. So if you can get to work early, by the time you go to leave work, things shouldn't be too bad. Because being a daytime storm, crews will definitely be staying ahead of everything. They'll be out there plowing. They'll be out there sanding, salting, whatever else it is that they're going to do. And nobody will have any qualms about it because it, it, it's not overtime. So I think it'll be... It, you, you never want to see a storm happen when it's prime commuting time. But a daytime storm is a lot better than an overnight storm when it comes to having a quicker cleanup. 508-996-0500. That's the number here. Uh, I do want to talk about some other things this morning, although definitely keep me up to date with what's going on where you are. If it changes over to snow where you are, let me know. I'm keeping an eye out the window here of our Fairhaven studios, but there's also, you know, a lot of time before that's supposed to start to happen. One of the things that I wanted to discuss, though, is yesterday I was scrolling through social media after I got off the air. I was getting ready to, you know, I had a few things I had to do here before I could go home for the day. Still going home right after the show. Still wiped out right after the show. Slept for almost three hours when I got home. But the things that I had to do, I had a little bit of time that I was waiting to hear back on something. So I was scrolling through social media and I saw that it was the anniversary of a very unique thing in Massachusetts, something that really nobody else in the country had back in the 1980s. And I have a vague recollection of it. And so I said, you know what? I bet you there are some other people that do as well. Back in 1985, as MTV was capturing the imaginations of young people everywhere, not everybody in Massachusetts had cable television. In some areas, even in the mid-80s, and even into the late-80s, it just wasn't available. 
some towns took a long time to allow cable television to come in. And, and keep in mind, cable TV was invented, I believe, I think it was 1958. But through the 60s and 70s, you know, less than 10% of the American population had access to cable television. And in fact, you had all of those weird pay channels with the scrambler boxes and all those kind of operations. But by the mid-80s, cable was, you know, the dominant form of home entertainment, but there were still some places that didn't have it. And then there were also some people who just refused to pay for it. There were the people who said, TV's been free my whole life. All I had to do was buy the set, buy the actual television so that it would receive... And I never had to pay for anything else. Why would I pay for TV? I don't pay for radio. So the idea of paying for television turned a lot of people off and they, they wanted no part of cable. But even if you did have cable television, there were a lot of places that didn't carry MTV, which is why they had the whole I want my MTV campaign. The idea behind that was getting rock stars to promote the concept of you're missing out if you don't have MTV. And then that would get the, the young people to call their cable provider and say, why don't we have MTV on our cable? To get more cable systems to add it. Back in those days, it was not quite like it is now where you have you know, one provider who handles multiple areas and it's a nationwide company. So, you know, it's not like today where MTV would reach a deal with Xfinity, Cox, Verizon, whatever other major ones there are out there, and then that would kind of blanket cover those companies across the country. Back then, cable television was very regional. And so you had much smaller operations and they would pick and choose what channels they wanted to carry with customer feedback being a big way that they chose. So you had to call up and say, I want MTV. I want my MTV. So kids knew about it. Young people knew about it. College kids knew about it, but they might not have access to it. And that's when Boston radio personality John Garabedian said, well, why don't we do a version of that on free television? And so on February 12th, 1985, he launched V66. He worked with a number of different people to get it off the ground, but his main partner in the venture was Boston radio legend Arnie Wu Ginsberg, former high school classmate of my grandmother. And they worked together to build what was essentially MTV on free TV. Except, just like us, their focus was on being alive and local. 
They made sure that they were broadcasting Boston concerts and Boston music news and Boston bands videos while also playing all the, you know, the big important videos of the day, the Madonnas, the Cyndi Lauper's, the Michael Jackson's, all of that. And they kind of used the WBCN and the Kiss 108 playlists as their guide for what, what to play. Rather than worrying about matching MTV video for video. And the level of talent that was involved with V66, whether it be talent of the time or people who went on to big things, was incredible. There's a documentary about it called Life on the V. You can watch it for free on YouTube, and I also have it linked up in the story at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. But do you remember V66? It aired out of uh, Framingham, I believe. So, you know, it was, it was up in the Worcester area. It was very popular. It did get into Boston, although I lived in Plymouth at the time, and I barely got it, but I do remember seeing it. It later was sold about 18 months after launch to the Home Shopping Network and became a home shopping channel. And for some, I don't know if I just had a better TV at that point or what, but I seem to remember seeing more, seeing the Home Shopping Channel come in more clearly than the V66. So I don't know if they boosted the signal or if that was just, you know, I got a new TV. But did you watch V66? Were you familiar with it? Do you remember some of the bits, some of the hosts, the VJs? One of them, Ian O'Malley, went on to a lot of fame on VH1. His partner on the Bob and Zip show was Bob Rivers, who became famous for his Twisted Christmas albums. I mean, these, there was a lot of talent that came through that in just the 18 months that was around. Greg Hill, who was on opposite me on one of the Boston sports stations, he was an intern there. And it was very influential for all of, all of the Boston bands that were coming up at the time. Extreme. Who else was coming up at that time? Letters to Cleo. Mighty Mighty Boston's, Dropkick Murphy's. So if you remember that, I'd love to hear your memories. 508-996-0500. Right now, though, I've got to take a break. So I'm going to do that. We'll be back in just a few moments. And we're going to go into the newsroom in just a moment and get all the headlines of the day with Phil. But I also want to remind you, too, that uh, you can always send me app chat messages or open line voicemails. They don't have to just be during the program. You can do them any time of day. So if uh, there's something that hits your hits your brain and you don't think you'll remember it before the next morning, just send it off right then and there. Open up the WBSM app, open up the app chat feature, type in the message, and then just make sure that you select sending it to my show when you send it at the top. Then I'll get it and I'll get an alert that you have sent a message. Um, and of course, you can always email me to tim at wbsm.com if that's easier. Right now, though, let's get all of the stories happening around the world and across the country with Phil Devitt in the WBSM newsroom. 
Stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. Former President Trump wants the Supreme Court to extend the delay in his federal election interference case, claiming that he has immunity. He's currently appealing a ruling from the D.C. Circuit Court that he doesn't have immunity from the charges. Trump believes he can't be charged because he was still president when he allegedly sought to overturn the results of the 2020 election. The trial was originally scheduled for March 4th, but that's already been pushed back as higher courts consider his broad claim of immunity. President Biden is cracking jokes about his memory following the special counsel report that raised new concerns about his age. While speaking to the National Association of Counties Legislative Conference in Washington, Biden joked that he's been around a while, adding, quote, I do remember that. His comment comes after the report released last week cleared Biden of criminal wrongdoing in his handling of classified documents after leaving the vice presidency. But the special counsel in the case characterized Biden as a, quote, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory who had diminished faculties in advancing age. Police in Houston are releasing more details on the shooter at Joel Osteen's megachurch. Early reports say the shooter, Genesee Moreno, had a history of mental illness and was involved in a dispute with her Jewish ex-husband. Authorities said Monday she had an anti-Semitic background and a sticker that read Palestine was attached to the butt of her rifle. Moreno entered the church Sunday with her seven-year-old son before she was shot and killed by off-duty officers. The boy was shot in the head during the shootout and is listed in critical condition. Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash drivers are set to strike on Valentine's Day. Drivers Group said Monday they're seeking fair pay. This is the first strike call since Uber and Lyft went public in 2019. Group said drivers are going to picket outside airports and Uber offices. The Justice for App Workers Coalition, which represents about 130,000 drivers, said drivers won't provide rides to and from airports between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. in nearly a dozen cities. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. apologizing to his family after a Super Bowl commercial in support of his presidential campaign. He wrote on X that he's sorry if the ad caused any pain to his family. Kennedy said the American Value Super PAC created and aired the advertisement without his campaign's involvement or approval. His cousin, Bobby Shriver, criticized him on X, writing that their family would be appalled by his, quote, deadly health care views. Despite Kennedy's apology, his ad remained pinned to the top of his X profile as of this morning. Familiar face is back on the air at The Daily Show. John Stewart now hosting the Comedy Central show on Monday nights. The former host will be back behind the desk through the 2024 November election. We're going to have so much we're going to talk about this year. Uh, uh, obviously, elections. Maybe we'll talk about China. Maybe we'll talk about AI. Maybe something a little lighter, Israel-Palestine. Uh, who knows? The Daily Show had been using guest hosts following Trevor Noah's departure in December of 2022. Stewart ended his first run as host of the Comedic News program in 2015 after 16 years. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Bruins at TD Garden tonight to play the Tampa Bay Lightning, that game at 7, and the Boston Celtics away to play the Brooklyn Nets tonight at 7.30. The big story here on the South Coast today is the weather. Here's your forecast with ABC6. We have the changeover from rain to snow this morning with temperatures in the mid to low 30s. Winds will be picking up as we head into the afternoon hours, expecting between 6 to 9 inches and snow accumulation by the time this storm system exits the region, which should be late afternoon today. The temperatures will be in the mid-30s this afternoon. Conditions improve.
improve overnight tonight with gusty winds. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. This WBSM news update brought to you by Sparks Auto Dartmouth, home of the $29 oil change. Your choice for auto repairs, brakes, and inspection stickers. Sparks Auto, 425 State Road. Dartmouth. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You can also use app chat on the WBSM app or open line voicemails. Taking a look out the window, it's starting to. I can see a little bit more of what's going on outside as the sky's lightening up a little bit, and I can tell you it's still raining. Still raining. No snow falling here yet in Fairhaven that I can see, uh, but uh, it will be coming. So, like I said, if you've got to get somewhere. This morning, it might be a good idea to get up and get ready now and head there early. Better to be early than to have to struggle to get there. And if you're going to work, if you work 9 to 5, you know, get there at 8. By the time it comes time to leave at 5, the roads could be pretty well cleared off. So it might work out well for you. You just got to get going a little bit early. Say, I saw this and I thought... um, I would share it with you in case anybody wants to get in on the bidding. Later on this week, there's going to be an auction. It's actually going to happen on Thursday for one of the most iconic function hall features in all of Massachusetts. If you have ever been to Lombardo's in Randolph. A huge event space in Randolph, right off the highway. You've probably seen it from the highway if you're looking out that way as you drive by. But Lombardo's was known for its gigantic chandelier. It's an 18-foot-wide chandelier that weighs 
3,500 pounds. That's a, that's a ton and a half, right? It has 10,000 glass crystals and 950 light bulbs. Thankfully, it's not like Christmas lights. If one light goes out, they don't all go out. But that iconic Lombardo chandelier is going up for auction. Lombardo's closed. It was going to be, you know, they were actually going to close a little while ago, but they held on a little bit longer than originally planned. But so many people had their weddings there. So many people had their high school proms there, including me. Including my parents. My, my mom and dad went to Randolph High School. They both grew up in Randolph. And when you look back through the old photos, they've got their prom picture of them standing in front of the Lombardo chandelier. And probably about 20 years later, my senior class decided to have our Wareham High prom at Lombardo's. And I had my prom picture taken right in front of that Lombardo chandelier. I didn't really know my date all that well. She was a friend of my friend's date. I wasn't going to go. I was going to stay home. And then he said, "Ah, my date won't go unless her friend can go too. Will you go and take her? I was like, man, I didn't really want to go. I didn't want to spend all that money. And he agreed to. You know, help me pay a little bit more of, uh, well, he agreed to pay a little bit more of the uh, the cut for the limo. So it was like, all right. Then I ended up paying more for the limo myself anyway, because I figured since we were going to be in the prom and the limo was just going to sit in the parking lot waiting for us to get out, I actually paid the limo driver a little bit extra to, to drive down the street, pick up my grandmother and my aunt take them out to dinner. And they loved it. It was the first time they'd ever been in a limo. They loved it. Smart use of what we were already paying for, I thought. But I gave him the money to pay for their dinner and to buy himself dinner and everything, you know, because back then I'm a high school kid. I'm rolling in it. It's working 40 plus hours a week, but still going to school at the same time and had all kinds of money. But yeah, that chandelier is... A Massachusetts icon. And I'm, all I can think of is who's going to buy that chandelier. Who's going to purchase that? Who has room in their life for that gigantic chandelier? If you buy that, if you, if you win the auction, you buy that. And you put it up somewhere. First of all, you've got a huge house if you're putting it in your house. But also, you got to let me come by and take some photos.
I'd like to see a local venue around here buy it, but who, who around here has that kind of space? Kilburn Mill has the high ceilings. They might want to get it on the bidding. Where else might it look good? Just hang that bad boy from the middle of the Dartmouth Mall. Anyway, 508 996 going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. And let's go to the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Morning, Tim. How you doing? Hey, you jinxed the weather. I'm just letting you know. I jinxed it. Why? Yeah. I, before the break, you were saying, ah, oh, it's raining out. Nope. Starting to change over. Oh, Immediately, okay. as, as soon as you said that, I'm over in, uh, I was on Route 6 uh, in Dartmouth, and, and I'm looking, I'm like, looks like it's not a changeover. So now... You jinxed it. Yeah, so the whole thing, it's all your fault now. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure it was all my fault anyway because I talked about the storm yesterday, so I'm sure I was inviting all kinds of disaster. Oh, yeah. So my, my you know, I think that we need to allow people to stay off the roads or tell people, not allow, tell people stay off the road because we're going to get like an inch to an inch and a half an hour so this is a, it's a quick moving storm and uh, if it's dying now and it's going to be out of here by six and it's going to dump, you know, five to eight inches on us, it's going to come down quick, heavy, hard and blinding conditions with the wind. Mm-hmm. So just stay off the road, let the plow guys get that all, get all the snow, clear the roads out for you because if you're on the road, it just slows the entire process down. And I think most people, like I was saying, you know, if you have to go to work nine to five, by the time you leave, the storm will have passed on to the to, uh, off the off the shore, and then you know they'll have that cleanup done, or at least they'll be you know most of the way through it because they're going to keep up with it all day. So go right. just go to work early. I know it sucks to have to give extra time, but go ahead, go to work early, and then you'll be able to leave on time, and everything will be fine, and you won't be on the roads holding everything up. Right, exactly. That, that's the biggest problem is I, I just see people just, they, they get, obviously, they get nervous, they can't see, and they're driving really, really slow, and you have these the plow guys on, on the highway, and they're just, everybody's in their way, they can't plow. You know, they got to go slower, or they can't get through because you're just in the way. So, call out sick. Don't even bother going in. Well, you know I mean, so many Your boss jo- isn't going to miss you. Your boss isn't missing you. They don't care. They're probably calling out sick, too. Just call out sick. And, so and you my, know what? If you don't, if you don't have a sick day, call WBSM, ask for Tim, and he'll cover it for you. It's done. Well, I'll make a call on your behalf. Maybe that's about it. I'm not <laughs> not covering. For, I'm trying to get home myself today. The um, the, the, and I think a lot of people, you know, have that opportunity to work remotely now. What what surprised me is I saw some schools that were actually saying that today's not a snow day. It's going to be a remote learning day. I'm like, come on, man. We haven't kids haven't had a snow day in forever. You can't just give them one snow day. They're built into the schedule. All last year, dude. I don't think they had one. No. I don't think they had one at all last year. I know Dartmouth Dartmouth canceled. Mm-hmm. Or is it remote there? No, I think they just outright canceled. I saw Bishop Stang was saying that it was an alternative learning day, whatever that means. I'm assuming that means remote. That means they can go to Dartmouth High instead. Alternative <laughs> learning. <laughs> I think it means you can study whatever you want. So if you want to yeah, study the just, back of your eyelids for a few more hours, go right ahead and do that. Right. 
But yeah, yeah, it's just for you. I let you know that you jinxed us, and, and it's already changing over. All my fault. All right, Tim. All right, be safe going. out there. Take it easy. All right, bud. take care. And uh, yeah, that that is the case though. If um, if you go to our closings and cancellations page at wbsm.com, you'll see every school in the area has uh, called off classes for today, called off in-person learning, I guess I should say, because not everybody is totally canceled. But for the why, why have to have an alternative learning day? Now, I don't know exactly what that means. That could mean go find something that strikes your fancy. Read a book. I don't know. But if it means we're going to hold remote classes, come on. Give people, a, give kids a day off. You build those snow days into the schedule. You're not going to let them out a day early at the end of the year because of it. Although maybe, I don't know, because it's a private Catholic school, maybe Bishop Sang doesn't build snow days into the calendar. I don't know. I just always assumed it would follow the same calendar as the public schools. But the, the schools are closed, private schools, Vogue schools, colleges. A lot of businesses. You can easily find out all of that by going to WBSM.com on the closings and cancellations page. If you want to get registered to be able to put your business or nonprofit or school or government office or whatever it may be, if you want to get on that list, there's a little button at the top that you can click on to register and get yourself on there because it's so much easier to get the word out that way. I'm going to take a break here, 508-996-0500. That's my number to call in. And you can also send in those app chat messages and open line voicemails. We'll be back in just a few moments. Um, 